if you follow me on social media, which I hope you do, then you're probably sitting on pins and needles waiting for this episode. I recently just shared about a bit of an not-so-cute part of my relationship with Derek and promised to dig deeper in an episode. And that time is now. What's up guys? My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I am bringing you raw, real, relatable content that is easy to consume and I hope you're going to love every second of it. Today we are digging into my relationship and I love this topic because it's one that resonates with so many people because it's a shit nobody else talks about. So without further ado, let's jump in. It's true. We really do live in a time of a highlight reel. People on social media who are making it big are people you want to be like, the people you admire, the people you aspire to be one day. But I've always been a little bit different, and so I attract my tribe by talking about the shit no one else wants to talk about because it's real and it hits home for a lot of people. And I think it's important that someone talks about it because trust me, I get stuck in thinking I'm not good enough when I compare myself to people on social media too. So I don't want to be that person for anybody. So for every amazing progress photo or quote or discussion about my relationship, I'm also going to talk about the struggle And what happens behind closed doors. So, I want to talk to you guys about a situation that happened less than a week ago when I took Derek on a cruise that I had earned and an entire day was spent in misery. Yes, you heard that right. A full day of this amazing tropical vacation was spent with me being so upset that I barely said 10 words to my fiance. Oh, yikes. Looking back at it now, it's easy to see where we went wrong, where we struggled, But in the moment, I was so done. I wanted nothing more than to come home. And it's like getting sick on vacation, right? You're like, man, I looked forward to this for so long. And now here I am not feeling good, not enjoying it. I couldn't stop that negative spiral of thoughts of just, why is this happening? What went wrong? Why me? And oh, let me tell you the pity party that set in. It was horrendous. 
And I'd love at this point to tell you that I was able to turn it all around and we had a great day and we talked it out calmly. Oh, nope. This ain't that kind of story. Derek and I go hard. (laughs) When we fight, we don't hold back. We always start, okay, I want to talk about this. I'm hoping we can both just stay calm. And and it ends with a lot of tears, usually saying a lot of things we don't mean, and quite a bit of swearing. Well, this day was no different. Oh, this is a little painful to dredge up, you guys. I'm going to be honest. It's hard for me to share this side of our relationship but I'm not going to be the person who shares her highlight reel so here goes it's fucking hot I'm not sleeping well because believe it or not I get terrible motion sickness and laying in a bed that is rocking all night (laughs) means not good sleep I'm crammed in the tiniest room imaginable with my fiancé, who snores like a freaking bear. And I'm just tired. I'm hot. I'm tired. I'm emotional. Okay? Not a good combo. There's drinks involved, which if you've been following along for a while, you know alcohol is my number one trigger, which is why I live a soberish lifestyle. However, on this particular cruise, I had decided to indulge a little bit. I know my limits. I've learned a lot over the last couple of years. Not one point on this trip did I feel intoxicated. Did I feel out of control or chaotic? I had enjoyed a few pina coladas, some wine. It was amazing. But the thing is... My trigger with alcohol isn't just my own use anymore. It's other people. And on Derek's golden birthday, yeah, he turned 27 on the 27th of March. My whole world felt like it was coming crashing down. Things had been going so well. We were having so much fun. Derek and I both get a little stressed out when we travel. And so it's not uncommon for us to have arguments or disagreements or get into fights when we're traveling. To be perfectly transparent, it happens a lot. So when Derek decided to go big for his birthday, I felt the anxiety start to creep in. What if he gets sick? What if he gets hurt? What if something bad happens to him? What if he falls off the boat? What if he dies? That is where my fucking brain goes, you guys. And that side of me, that emotional piece of me, she's a bitch. It brings out the worst in me. I become manipulative. And I'll tell you flat out, that day, as I see him having the time of his life, whooping it up for his birthday, my fear and anxiety set in so hard that I 
started to try my best to manipulate the situation. We've been together almost seven years, keep in mind, so Derek knows this <laughs> happens, and we're out, we're at a club in the, on the cruise ship, and I'm like, all right, if I just do this, he will listen, we will go back to the room, everything will be fine, we'll go to bed, wake up tomorrow, we're going to the Bahamas, that'll be great, we'll be feeling good, all right, walks up to Derek at the bar. He's doing shots with a stranger for his birthday. (laughs) Very nice man. And I said, hey. He's like, how you doing? This is, I don't know what the guy's name was. Introduces me, meet this guy's wife. We're chatting. He's like, are you okay? And Derek's to the point of the night where I already knew there was no turning back. (laughs) We were already two bottles of rosé in, gin and juice all freaking day. Out in the sun. I know he's dehydrated. He's drunk. Okay? I'm putting him on blast, but he doesn't listen to my podcast, so it's okay. (laughs) So I said, I looked at him, and I said, yeah, babe, I'm sorry. I just, I really don't feel good. Um, Everybody's bullshit (laughs) alarm should have been going off because truth is I was tired, but I felt fine. And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't feel good. And he clicks in. He knows what I'm trying to do. And he's like, well, gets all huffy. Fine, I'll just get this shot and then we'll go. Oh, boy. So it begins. You didn't think that was the whole story, right? (laughs) Okay. So we go catch up with our friends And he's looking at me, what's the plan? What's the plan? And I'm like, you know what? All right. I'll try and stick it out. What do you want to do? I want to go to this club. All right. We get on the elevator with all our friends and go to a different club. We get on the dance floor. We're dancing around. Derek leaves with some of the guys. The other hubbies goes to the bar. Comes back. I'm just dancing. Like, I'm not all out dancing like you guys see in my Instagram videos. I'm just kind of bobbing and swaying and whatever I'm just there okay hanging with the girls the guys come back he says come on we need to talk and I'm like no I'm good because I know where this is going and he is not thinking logically either so he's like nope come on we're going over here and talking he's very persistent when he's intoxicated I said okay long story short We get into it in the club. I yell at him, tell him to give me my key. I'm going back to the room. I get back to the room and the tears begin. Ah, hate that. I hate that when you're so mad (laughs) and you cry. Like, why am I fucking crying? (laughs) I'm mad, you know? And so I'm in my room. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get ready for bed. When I look over and I see his phone. Fuck. His phone's on the charger because it had died while we were out at the pool all day. And so he brought it up to the room and plugged it in before we went to dinner. Back to the anxiety cycle. Oh my God. What if he needs me? Now he can't get a hold of me. I can't even text him to check in with him and see if he's okay. And what if he dies? 
it always ends that way. Like, what if he dies? It's my biggest fear. Okay, it's okay. It's his birthday. He knows how to party. The man can hold his alcohol, I'm telling you. And he's the best time partier, you guys. So, wash my face, get into bed, turn on my Netflix. My foolproof (laughs) method to fall asleep. Watching Friends. And sleep evades me. This is about 11 o'clock. Two in the morning, I hear the key, the door swings open, Derek comes in. We don't say anything to each other, he just goes to bed. I did not sleep that entire night. Next morning, I quote-unquote wake up, get up, get dressed, go downstairs, get myself some breakfast. Didn't say a word. Fuck you then. I'm going to do my own thing, right? (laughs) I'm that kind of girl. So I go get some breakfast. I'm doing my own thing. Eventually Derek gets up, texts me, where are you at? What are you doing? Told him where I was. Meets up with us. We get off the boat to spend the day in the Bahamas. We spend the day on the beach. Derek does a full-on photo shoot for me. We still haven't spoken. Uh, we're just kind of faking it till we make it because we're with a group of people, right? And that's just kind of what you do because it would be embarrassing, right, to share what was really going on with us. That night, we get back on the boat. We're getting ready for dinner and we're up in our room. And I just said, so are we going to talk about it or what? And all hell (laughs) unleashes. (laughs) We had it out. And that has to happen. And we got it together. And we got ready. And we enjoyed our last night of vacation. What is the point of me telling you this? Behind closed doors, we all have our shit. It doesn't matter who you are. I don't care if you are... Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. We all have our shit behind closed doors. And I need you to remember that. Because you are not alone. And I need you to understand that it is normal to have it out with your significant other. To have conflicts and to work through them. Just because you see us smiling pretty for a picture on social media doesn't mean everything is sunshine and rainbows. We all have our shit behind closed doors and I am making it my mission to let you in and share that with you because I never want you to feel alone. I never want you to feel alone in your relationship like this is fucked up and this shouldn't be happening. Do I wish that we would have kept it together and not had that fight on vacation? Of course. Do I think it made us stronger? Abso-fucking-lutely. And every time that happens, we work through it and we grow together. There are situations where your relationship is unhealthy or toxic or can't be saved. But if you are in a loving, committed, passionate relationship like we are, 
then I need you to understand that you are not alone when you have issues because we do too.